0: What is going on, comic book movie fans? My name is Jonathan, this is Comic Book Cinema, and today, we are going to count down the top 10 comic book movie villains of all time. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw out two honorable mentions. First and foremost, I think that we should at least bring up Killmonger. They say that all good supervillains should think that they're right. And Michael B. Jordan does a really good job. I mean, it's Michael B. Jordan. You know he's gonna have a great performance. And another honorable mention, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw in a whole group of people. This is the Black Order, Thanos' minions that we primarily see in Avengers Infinity War. Ebony Maul, Cull Obsidian, Proxima Midnight. Even though she looks a little fake when it comes to the CGI department, I think that if you're talking minions, like villain minions, These are the best of all time. So they at least hold that honor. So for number 10, we're gonna go with Baron Zemo. What other non-superpowered being can say that they almost tore apart the Avengers? And the fractures and the scars that were caused by Baron Zemo were still felt in the latter entries in the series. The most effective bullet that he could have used, the most effective bullet in his arsenal, was the fact that the Winter Soldier, aka Captain America's best friend, murdered Iron Man's parents. And kids, that's what they tell you, information is power? This is the best example of that. So stay in school. At number nine on my list, I have Gore the God Butcher. This movie came out relatively recently with Thor Love and Thunder. The movie itself is divisive, which is understandable, Personally, I like the film, I think that it does have its problems of course, but overall it's a really good comic book film and it's only made that much more strong by Christian Bale's performance here as Gore the God Butcher. And I mean come on, it's Christian Bale, what do you expect? This is an Academy Award winning actor, he's phenomenal, they don't put too much makeup on, you can still tell that it's Christian and his performance comes through beautifully. Number eight is Loki. I know that a lot of comic book fans out there would probably rank Loki a lot higher because of the sentimental place that he holds in their hearts. I appreciate Loki, and I appreciate Tom Hiddleston's performance as Loki. But for me personally, he's good. He's conniving, and he's a weasel. But he's not my favorite type of villain, if that makes sense. And also, over the years, and as we've gotten the Loki series, which some like, but I personally do not... Loki has lost a lot of his luster and become a lot lesser than, but at the same time, that seems to be the similar theme that we're starting to see with some of these OG characters in the MCU, especially when it comes to introducing us as an audience to the better, smarter, stronger female versions of those characters. But I digress. At number seven for me personally on my list is the Two-Face from The Dark Knight. I think that it's sad that Aaron Eckhart's performance in this film as the Two-Face often gets overlooked, rightfully so because of Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. Let's talk about the look for a second. This guy is grotesque. Christopher Nolan really truly imagined a very brutal version, a very real world take on a character that would lose half of his face. In that transformation, that duality of the character that you really see switched once he becomes Two-Face is really cool to see on screen. At number six is another recent entry onto the list of best all-time comic book movie villains, Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen does a really good job of showing her range in the MCU over the years. When we first meet her, she's this naive young kid alongside her brother who's been experimented on and had a very tragic upbringing and origin. And throughout the MCU, as the timeline continues to grow and grow, more and more tragedy befalls this character, slowly and surely forming this character into the villain that we would see in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I cannot gush about how well she did as far as her performance in this film enough. She exudes creepiness and scariness and just fully embracing that villain role like we all expected that Wanda would eventually do, especially given the path that she was put on in the MCU. At number five, this is probably gonna be a hot take, it's probably gonna be controversial, but for me personally, I have General Zod. I'm not talking about Terrence Stamp's version of General Zod, I'm talking about Michael Shannon's. I WILL FIND HIM! When I think of General Zod in Man of Steel, I think that that's one of the key elements that made this film so great. He really like took up the, the performance that audiences knew and loved with Terrence Stamp and just brought it to a whole nother level. A character that's so motivated, so blinded by vengeance, that he's willing to do literally anything, including, of course, destroying Earth. For number four, it's going to be Magneto. And as to which actor that I prefer the most, I honestly can't decide. I love Ian McKellen's performance as Magneto, and I think that he brings a lot to the role and a lot to the character. But as much as Ian did for that role, Michael Fassbender's performance, he really does such a great job of showing us that young, angry version of Magneto. And I love how he gives us these glimpses where you think, oh, maybe he's going to change his ways. Maybe he's going to go back to the good side. Uh Uh-uh. Just like all great villains should, he always ends up betraying the team or going back to his old ways and never fully accepting humanity will actually, for lack of a better term, accept mutants exist. At number three is Green Goblin. And if you would've talked to me two years ago and asked me, hey, Jonathan, would the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man films ever make your top 10 villain list? I would've laughed in your face. But given the performance that William Dafoe gave us in Spider-Man No Way Home, there is no way I can make a list without putting him on it. He's a seasoned and terrific actor, that much we already know. But he really turned the maniacalness, the evil, the betrayal, all of it. He turned it all up to 10 in this film. And he gave us such a memorable performance that we will likely never forget in Spider-Man No Way Home. At number two is gonna be Thanos. Thanos does get the added benefit of being developed over the course of multiple films before we actually got to see him become a villain, so there was no need for much backstory or character development when we finally get him on his first big screen appearance, like first proper non-cameo appearance in Avengers Infinity War. And not only does he get to shine so much, but in an MCU movie first, he actually wins. He actually kills half of the universe. And he kills half of our favorite heroes. Never before has this been done in an MCU film. And I'm not sure it'll be repeated for quite some time. And at number one, was there ever really any question? Of course it's going to be Heath Ledger's amazing performance. His groundbreaking performance as the Joker in The Dark Knight. Honestly, before I actually saw this film and right when it first hit theaters, this might have even been before it actually hit theaters when the critics were giving their early reviews for the film. I can remember all the critics talking so highly about Ledger's performance and I remember thinking in the back of my head, yeah, but they're probably just saying that because he just recently passed away. I know I'm a terrible person for even saying that, but that's how I thought. It wasn't until I actually saw the film that I became a believer. I was in awe. I literally got goosebumps watching Heath Ledger portray the Joker on the big screen. Seeing it for the first time was really awe-inspiring and I don't think that we'll ever get a performance like this on the big screen ever again. It really was special to see him do his thing as the Joker. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Real Comic Book Cinema. And of course, you can find us on Facebook. Until next time, movie fans, have a good one.